Allison and I are here again. We married Rich, and today we're talking about Skylar, our oldest daughter's graduation. She just graduated from college, so I'm super excited to talk about all the positives of working to get towards a day like her graduation. So here we go. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willits. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Allison, we just hit a huge milestone and I'm super excited to be here to talk about it and share this with our listeners of We Married Rich. What a great weekend we just had. Super fun. Lots of family time, good quality time spent together. It was a great time. It was planning the next trip already. I literally like it was so amazing and So, so for the listeners, so it's Cody and then Skylar. And so Skylar is 22, just graduated from college. And we all went down to Florida for the graduation. Her college is in Fort Lauderdale. And we got like a house with a pool and a hot tub and Allison and Rich stayed at a beautiful hotel. And we all went and celebrated Skylar and this milestone. And again, We couldn't have gotten to today with the beauty of the weekend without the journey that got us here. Those were the building blocks. The last 14, 15, 16 years are the building blocks that got us to and have gotten us to a weekend like this. And it's Mm -hmm. important. It was a great weekend. It was a great weekend. And this is the second time. So Cody graduated from college from Miami of Ohio, like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And we all did that together. My mom was there for that, which was lovely. Will and Alex were there for that too. Yep. Okay. So all they the were all, kids. all the mm-hmm. little kids were there, but it's so cool to be able to take those family photos, which we have a beautiful one. I posted it on my Facebook page, all of us together, knowing that this is a huge accomplishment, not only for her, but for the whole family, I think. Mm-hmm. Huge. Huge accomplishment. Yeah, I just couldn't imagine the feeling if we weren't all friends and had this bond making a trip to Florida and spending the weekend together. Because there's a lot any other way. Yeah. And you know, the sad thing is is there were a lot of families, I promise you, this weekend that were there because we did all sit together at the stadium where her graduation was held. And then we proceeded to spend basically every waking moment together the entire time we were all in Florida. You came over to our house. We went out to dinner and brunch and everything is a celebration together. And I I have to imagine that the kids that had to separate their time between mom's family and dad's family or dad's family won't go or mom's family doesn't want to show up because dad's going to be there, the kind of anxiety and frustration and sadness that has on a kid. And that's tough. I mean, that's, right. that's tough. Add that onto a big life change for the child that's graduating. Like Skylar's graduating. She's not in college anymore. She has to move out of her dorm. She has to go to this ceremony. She has to start a real job. And then to have that kind of family stress. It's not worth it. Yeah, no. I mean, I just imagine, and I know that there's that saying, like, I didn't ask to be born, you know, like that whole energy from a kid, but you have to remember that that is true. And so when I looked at, and I'm sure you guys are in exact same alignment, I remember 
my, I'm a child of divorce. You are not. The anxiety and the fear of trying to, and I'm sure there's a lot of kids out here that are children of divorce that can, can comprehend and, and, and understand this is where you feel that you're like, you're trying to placate mom, you're trying to entertain dad, you're over here trying to make sure that the stepmom, you know, is over here and that the mom doesn't have to see her. Like it's this whole song and dance that these kids mm-hmm. of parents that are divorced have to tap dance all the time. And all it's, time. Mm-hmm. it's exhausting, you know? And I mean, granted, there are situations and, and I feel for people that are in very negative divorce situations where there are, is a lot of fighting, but I promise you the end result of having a (laughs) well-adjusted as well-adjusted as Cody and Skylar are as kids, it's just life in general. (laughs) But I have to look at, at that and go, thank God. If all, like you said, graduating sorority, getting an apartment, finding a job, and then imagine her going, okay, dad, I'm going to go to breakfast with mom. And then I'm going to go to lunch with you. And my friends want to meet you, but they also want to meet mom. And, and, and doing that back and forth is just a lot. Yeah. It was already a busy weekend and not enough minutes in the day. Imagine her having to do all of that too. Yeah. We're lucky and they're lucky and they're really lucky and they know they're lucky too. Yeah. I think they do. Mm -hmm. I think they really do. And it's so cool because I just love you so much because there's this honoring of each parental relationship. So there's an honoring of you and Skylar, of Rich and Skylar, of you and Rich and Skylar, of Jim and I and Skylar, of Rich and I and Skylar. And it was interesting mm-hmm. because we, I'm standing, I'm in the pool. I don't know what you were doing at the time. And Rich and I were just like, commiserating over when we used to live in California, when Cody had just been born and all the chaos that ensued. And there's just such a softness and, and kindness from you and Jim to allow Rich and I that space to kind of have those funny conversations, like, holy crap, what the heck, you know, like back in our, and it's not, it's not, it's just a memory of two friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was cool. And I think that the kids, I think Skylar likes hearing that there was a life before this and that it was kind and that it was friendship and it, and it's a continuous friendship between Rich and I, and there was good building blocks. We didn't, we weren't supposed to be married forever, but there still was a kindness. There was always a kindness of Rich and I, and that was really kind of cool to be able to talk about in front of you and Jim that we were friends, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's, and it's neat to be friends and it's neat to have that, that we share these fun stories because they are fun stories, you know, that is Mm -hmm. Cody and Skylar's past. And I can imagine, I don't know, you speak to this. Is it weird to hear us have those conversations? I mean, I don't know. No, I don't think it's weird at all. Because I think we kind of know the stories. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's fun to hear. I mean, no, it's not weird. I don't think Jim would say so either. Yeah, I mean, he he knows all the wackiness that the, the back and forth. Tube and, oh, yeah. my <laughs> gosh, with Cody. Yeah, I mean, so it's, I think that there's there's a great fondness for me to you that there is no that even if there is a tinge of weirdness or like a whatever might like, oh, that I didn't really want to 
that there's still like, but, but that's not my current really like that. Like you and Rich are right. a moment. Rich and I were married. Jim and I are now married and that what existed created Cody and Skylar and that is a positive. And now you and Rich are a positive, et cetera. And so you really to compartmentalize that there can be a past because you do see so many women that cut their exes out of photographs. And granted, again, this goes back to if they're abusive, I understand that's a different story, but I do think it's important. I mean, I have tons of pictures of the kids when Rich and I were together. I can't imagine ever have cutting him out, but people do it. And that's the kid's Mm -hmm. history. That is my children's past. And so to be able to talk about that in front of you and Jim and make it a shared experience There's just, I mean, it's a gift to kids. I really do believe that Mm -hmm. to be able to talk with fondness about where they came from. I love that right there. Mm -hmm. To talk to all four of us, talk with fondness about Cody and Skylar's creation, past, where they came from, their childhood, and the good times. And, And for them to see their mom and dad, their biological parents laugh, and then you and Jim included laugh and enjoy the stories. It's honoring where they came from, that it was a good, good place. They came from a mm-hmm. good energy. Mm-hmm. I love that. I know. That's really a neat way of looking at it. Because so often, you know, the ex doesn't want to hear it or the new wife or the new husband. They're like, oh, that's, you know, I don't want to hear about what there's kids that came from that. Now, granted, if Rich and I never have kids, there's no point in, you know, but I think it's interesting to allow the kids yeah, they to bring us together. Yeah. Now, if we interviewed Cody and Skylar, they might say, oh, yeah, some kids only have two parents nagging them. We have four. <laughs> so there might be a little bit of negativity there from them. Yeah. I mean, no, <laughs> like I just think to this past weekend and celebrating Skylar and we're going out and having a celebratory drink and okay Skylar are you driving I think all four of us might have <laughs> said, said it to her daggers daggers across the table right no that's so true that's so true and the other thing I noticed too is normally if it were Jim and I and Skylar we'd be paying attention to Skylar but it was you and Rich so Rich Jim and I were talking to you and Rich the whole time it was like the four of us hanging yeah, she out got off the hook <laughs> and she was just like doing her own thing with her friends and all that stuff. And we were like more focused on each other, hanging out with each other. <laughs> right. but that's, you know, I think that for you hear kids so often say that they want to see love, mm-hmm. you know, they want to be in the energy of love and positivity. You know, when, I mean, I don't know when you and Rich argue, cause I know when Jim and I argue, the kids are like, stop arguing. You know, why why are you guys mad? Like they get very anxious. They get very Mm -hmm. nervous. They don't like having any type of vibration like that in the house. So I know that Skylar has to look at the four of us talking. And I know she, I think she made a TikTok of the four of us laughing at your house one day. If I remember correctly, there was like a TikTok (laughs) of the four of us, like talking and laughing in your kitchen. (laughs) Um, but I know that there has to be so much happiness derived from that, her being able to see happiness instead of the anxiousness. Cause I know, you know, one thing that she expressed to me, I would say probably over the summer, I was coming into Ohio 
And I said, hey, because of the COVID, I said, hey, can you ask Rich and Allison if they mind if I stop over and like have a glass of wine? It was so like, you know, innocuous. I think that's the word. Like it was so benign. It was so not a thing. But I was just like, hey, I I don't want to impose myself on them. So if you kind of do like a side door, do you mind if Meredith comes over? I It won't be so blatantly inviting myself over. And she called me back or texted me back. She's like, I just can't. I can't. Don't put me in the middle. And it was such a benign put him in the middle thing. Like it was literally like, can your dad, stepmom and I hang out and drink together? Like it wasn't, can your dad pay for your wedding dress? It was, can I come over and hang out, you know, but I didn't want to impose. And it made her so anxious to quote, be put in the middle. And I was like, wow, that was really interesting to see that we can't, we have to have our own relationship. Like she, Mm -hmm. she has to have her own energy. We have to have our own energy. And I, I remember for myself growing up and if there was any talk from either parent in a negative way about the opposite parent, I remember how nervous I would get. I remember how nervous I would get. So it's like so important that we have our own line of communication. We have our own friendship and that they do see love and connection and bonding and that we're setting an example for her in the future for any type of relationship and Mm -hmm. Cody the same, you know, Mm -hmm. same, same exact thing. Right. It's just a matter of continuing. I mean, it feels kind of weird that she's graduated because now it's like, it's really weird. I know. I mean, we really have worked. Like, well, we have as much to talk about. I know, right? I mean, she's, they're adults. <laughs> like, what are we going to say? I know. But I mean, I kind of look forward to it because it's like when we do baby showers and bridal showers. Yeah, right. I'm not on my own and you're not on your own, God willing, that we are both still, you know, with it and ready to do this whenever, if and mm-hmm. when she gets married or, or Cody gets married. It's interesting because it's kind of like this bow is tied on the top of the package. Like, okay, the money's paid. The college is paid for. She's an adult. He's an adult. Like, it's kind of like the there's like the stress is gone. There's no mm-hmm. more like parenting. Like, what mm-hmm. is she doing? And it's all on her now. And now it's like the relationship to me has even taken on a better foursome between us now it's lighter and we get to all just watch we -hmm. all get to just kind of enjoy we get to visit we get to enjoy the product of almost two decades of raising these kids Mm -hmm. I mean that's weird (laughs) I mean truly they've done so well too so The other thing too, that I wanted to talk about, which I don't know, hopefully you're okay with is my brother sent you a really nice, was it a voicemail? He called you your Mm -hmm. birthday. You had just celebrated your birthday. Happy birthday Mm -hmm. again. And my brother called you and just said some really beautiful things. He really did. Yeah. Just, he just knew it was my birthday and he was like, you know, we don't really talk a lot but I just want to tell you how important you are to our family and how glad we are to have you a part of our family and to be a part of Cody and Skylar's lives. And, and, you know, James and I have a history. We graduated high school a year apart and 
we went to college together and our my friend group was friends with his friend group so like we went to high school and college together and have a lot of the same friends so then for James and I to be connected in a whole different way it's kind of funny if you look back at it James and I always say that we were when Cody was born James and I were partying in the SAE basement but there's <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that <laughs> right but we yeah it was just a really nice message and how like how our lives have come together not only from our friendship in the past but like in a family aspect yeah so yeah it was really nice conversation with him and really really felt good to hear what he had to say yeah and it is it's it's really cool because there is a lot of connection between all of the pieces and parts of our families and it's interesting because I do have two sisters but I mean, I don't look at you as a sister. I like kind of look at you as like a co-mom, you know, but I definitely look at you as a family member. And I know my mom looks at you as a family member and my family looks at you as a family member and then your kids. So if I can ask you, and I know this is putting you on the spot, when you came in to marrying rich. And I really do want to go back the next, next week and talk about like, like the wedding and what that was like and marry. Cause I, I didn't marry into kids. Jim didn't have kids. You know, you mm-hmm. took on a whole, 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 whole extra bag of bag of goods that I, <laughs> that I, that I didn't do. And so I don't know what that's like, but what would you say if someone's getting ready to be a stepmom to kids and they're marrying quote into not only Rich's family, but you married into my family kind of, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's, you had a lot to deal with because my mom is no joke when it comes to the grandkids. I mean, <laughs> she's a force to be reckoned with. She will, you'll come home and have your whole house landscaped yep. because she said, or painted. I mean, or painted, you know, I mean, she, she, I think was probably tougher, Mm -hmm. not necessarily for you, but for other people that Rich had dated prior, but she was a, probably a tougher nut to crack even than me, because I looked at you as a helper. I looked at you as someone that was like a comrade in all of this, Mm -hmm. but what would you say you really had to mentally prepare yourself for, you know, marrying into a family that's very present or I don't know. I mean, what was it like? Well, I mean, what's that? What's um, that about? Well, I always liked kids and I was always like teaching swimming lessons, babysitting, you know, doing all sorts of stuff. So I, I always liked kids. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't hard. And Skylar was always like super lovable. And she, I, th- I would say like how lovable and just, yeah, just Skylar's nature when she was growing up. I mean, it's still now too, but it, that's what helped then too but also yeah she wanted your attention she wanted yes. affection from you she yeah she enjoyed she like wanted it. a friend right mm-hmm. she enjoyed that extra female she, energy and really yep. gave that back to you i remember i remember that and i remember it's weird cuz as you're talking about it and i'm headed back there i remember at first probably being like an inkling of jealousy but then at the same time i had if I wanted to be jealous, 
I remember because I was with Jim first that I wanted that for Jim and the kids. So it was only fair if I wanted that for Jim and the kids that I should then equally want it for you and the kids. So I, mm-hmm. I had the kind of the lead, the lead focus of him to then model that, to mirror that off and just be like, no, you can't because mm-hmm. as a mom, you know, you want to be everyone's favorite. Mm-hmm. But then I, I, I remember that, okay, no, this is a good thing. And I think as a mom, wanting to be number one, wanting to be the favorite, like, you know, having, having, you know, the Super Bowl, thanks mom, you know, when he wins the Super Bowl, you mm-hmm. want that because of your ego. But I remember thinking how good it was for my kids to be loved by you. Mm-hmm. You know, well, so shortly after we started dating, Rich was going on a family vacation, like with Cody and Skyler and his brother and that their family. And Rich was like, you should come with us. And I was like, what? I, I don't know about that. And he was like, no, you should. And I can remember either he checking with you or me checking with you. Like, hey, are you okay with that? And I remember you being like, yes, yes, yes. Please go. Please, please. <laughs> Another set of eyes. Of the country. <laughs> yeah. Another set of eyes. Yes, please. Yeah. And from that point on, I was like, oh, okay. I think she's good with this. <laughs> yeah. It's not always easy. There are, you have to, there's, there's a twinge. There's that ego. There's that human reaction, that initial human reaction of mine, mine, mine. Those are my kids, you know, and not wanting to let them go. But then you have to like, kind of open your hands, drop your shoulders and say, what is best for my kids? Number one, what is best Mm -hmm. for my kids? And that is the love period love, just the word love and whatever aspect that means. And then I remember also, and, and Rich and I did not have a difficult divorce. It was long, but it was not difficult. It was kind. And I mean, we hugged the day. I mean, he walked me to my car and I was crying and we hugged. It was just any divorce is horrible, even if you know it's the right thing. So we always had a friendship and there was kindness there. And I remember also wanting what was best for Rich. And I knew you being in his life was what was best for Rich. And I remember honoring that and really being excited for the four of you, you, Rich, Cody, and Skylar, as being an additional unit because Jim and I were already making a unit for, uh, you know, ourselves as a Mm -hmm. foursome. But as, as an adult, as, a, as an ego-based human, that's not always easy to do. It takes time. It, it takes a new practice of going, this is what's best. And now how do I get in line with that? What do the mm-hmm. actions look like behind love? Mm-hmm. And that's not always natural. It's not always natural to, to just kind of give your children over. Because you really mm-hmm. are. I mean, here, go to Cancun, go to Disney, go to whatever. And here, here are my children. This is the most unnatural thing. But he's their dad, equal mm-hmm. to me being right. their mom. And I think that's another thing that a lot of women and maybe men forget. And I see this in marriages that I counsel in is women not wanting the father to have equal say, equal time, equal parenting rights to 
their kids, even if they're a great dad, they still it's that still that control piece. And I think that that is a huge part in this working between the four of us is not being control freaks, Mm -hmm. not needing to be number one. Right. Huge Mm -hmm. and unnatural. It's, it's not a norm. It's not a, it's not something that comes easily. You have to make a conscious decision from that moment of that phone call of, Hey, I'm going to step in here when you're not around and me mm-hmm. or not, you know, whomever to go. Okay. That's what's best for my kids. That's what's mm-hmm. best for this energy. That's what's best for my future and releasing and relinquishing that control that need, that ego to be number one in my kid's life or whatever has paid off almost two decades later in a healthy relationship where I'm like, so, okay, so you want to take Skylar this weekend? <laughs> you, you got the kids? <laughs> you, you got <Right>. discovered? <laughs> and living out of town may have also played into that a little bit as well, because you were living in New Jersey, we were living in Cleveland yeah. and- so we didn't have that every other weekend or every two nights they switch. It was like, it was scheduled out basically for the whole year. We, yeah. Everyone knew what was going on for the whole year. Yeah. Cause I do know like with Skylar babysitting for kids who have gone through a divorce, that back and forth, that constant back and forth does create additional energy. Mm-hmm. because you're constantly figuring out schedules and you have to cancel and you want to switch and you want to reschedule. So that constant ebb and flow of information and handoffs and where are the kids jeans and I never got that sweatshirt back. Right. It really does create an extra energy layer for the parents going through that. And I do counsel a lot of parents and this is just what I've seen that I feel that the every other week is not great for kids. And I Mm -hmm. know a lot of people listening to this are going to disagree and be like, no, it's great because I have them for a whole week. From what I've seen and heard is it does create a lot of, there's no, there's no home base. There's no like kind of, this is where I live and I go visit my dad. And that might sound weird. Like maybe the dads are like, well, I don't want, or the moms are like, I don't want my kids to visit me. But from what I saw, it created so much more nervousness, anxiety. I don't know. There was just a lot of upheaval. Think about like our changing of the guards when Cody or Skylar would return from our house or right when we would get them. Yep. Like, it was two as days. As much as we like co-parent, it's a different house, different personalities. Yep. So imagine doing that every week. I can't even. It's a lot. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, I know that like when, when I was a kid, we went with my dad for dinner every Tuesday night. That's it. He'd pick us up. We'd all go to dinner, drop us back off. We'd sleep in our own beds. And then we'd get picked up again on Friday after, you know, six o'clock or whatever, go over, have dinner, hang out on Saturday, go back home Saturday not even to Sunday, just one night. And, but it was every Friday, I, I, I believe until high school when there was football games, but it created where you just go in, you spend quality time. My dad's not worrying about homework. 
He's not worrying about doing our laundry. He's not Mm -hmm. worrying about taking us to practices. It was just quality time that I spent with my dad. And then, I mean, it's not, I'm sure that there's people listening to this going, yeah, but I need a break. Or I, I just found it to be the less is more, less, less, less chaos of the back and forth. Cause I mean, I remember, oh my God, when, when the kids were little and I lived over on Inwood, Rich clearly lived on, uh, in Avon Lake there too. And I mean, sometimes he would bring back a garbage bag full of clothes. Cause I mean, he's a guy, he was a single man doing his best, working a hundred thousand hours a week. I'm not taking anything away (laughs) from him, but I would get back a pair of pants from Skylar that were like two T's and I'd be like, where did you even find these pants? Cause she was like, you know, five years old or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he would just, but, but it, honestly, I would say just bring back the clothes dirty because if they got stuck into his laundry cycle of being a single man, I was never going to see those clothes again. So it was easier, honestly, for us, for me to have the kids as a home base and then do whatever you want. Like pick them up on the weekends. I, I had no care. Pick, have at it. I have no, I would love a break. So, but it was nice to have the home base and there wasn't too much of that back and forth because when Jim and I did get married, we moved to New Jersey and then you guys were in Cleveland. So it did create a lot less of that. Who's getting this? Who's doing that? Why aren't you at a game mm-hmm. control? Cause you're in each other's faces. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting point, which is very true. But we did. Ha- we did have that when the kids were older in high school and it, I think it was fine. Like you guys came back for a couple of years and lived around the corner. And yeah, I mean, they're in high school there. They're doing their own thing by then. A little more mature. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as much back and forth, picking up and dropping off. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just, I'm just looking at that. Such a good point. So, I mean, like if you were to say, I mean, kind of less is more. I mean, I just remember looking at when the kids were with you and Rich that's you guys were in charge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't need to insert myself into that relationship. Now, granted, I know you guys aren't sitting there beating them, but at the same time, they're his, they're equal. That's so hard. I think for so many people is that equality of parenting that, that, that rich is equal in parenting. And even in marriages, I think people have a hard time with that, mm-hmm. but it's so important to not negate the fathers and they've actually done studies too about the fact that especially boys like that roughhousing that they do with dads and that kind of mm-hmm. father son bedeviling kind of not teasing but relationship where the dad is in a masculine force and I'm sure with girls too is that it's a positive you know and if we coddle our our kids too much from like the feminine only feminine energy that's not a positive. You want your kids to be able to interact amongst when, men and women. And it's important that they have a relationship with their mm-hmm. dad. So, yeah. Yeah. But I will say great, great weekend in Florida. Great yeah. time. You know, it was, it, it's so great to, I mean, I know, I don't even think I have any pictures with my mom and dad and me. I don't think we even did that really? for my wedding. I don't, I don't think I have any photos as an adult with my biological mom and dad, whom are both alive. I don't think I do. So I just look at that photo of all of us with such pride at her graduation, all of us with the kids. And 
I look at the fact that Rich and I can stand there as a team, as a, as a biological parent team and have, you know, that photograph taken is just so healthy for Skylar and same mm-hmm. was for Cody. It's so healthy for them, but it's also healthy for our younger kids to see mm-hmm. what's possible and to see that it can be done because so often in society, we are not shown that this can be done. We are shown that mm-hmm. to ha- have animosity. We're shown to fight. We're shown to control. We're, 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 you know, that's what we see as the norm for exes and for blended families. And it doesn't have to be the case. And if you do the work and it's, it can be work, you know, it can be mm-hmm. work. And we'll go back to, I just wanted to talk about the graduation because it was a current event that we just dealt with and just went through and it was exciting and wonderful, you know, but I do want to go back to the beginning of when you guys got married, you guys picked up the kids from our wedding, that whole thing. But if you do the work and if you, if you go and say, what is my focus? Is my kids being healthy? You can get to these photographs, these moments. And what's most important? The kids kids are the most Mm -hmm. important thing. They Mm -hmm. didn't ask their parents to get a divorce. No, They didn't ask their parents to fight. They didn't, they're Mm -hmm. not asking for a life of anxiety and nervousness. And I know that when I got married, to Rich, actually, not Jim, but when I got married to Rich, I got a phone call from one of my parents and they asked, they said they were mad that I was having a wedding because they didn't want to have to be in the same room with the other parents. A wedding. They didn't, they were mad. They wanted me to not have anyone there. So yeah. And it's been that way my whole life that, you know, no one can be in the same room as each other. I mean, Jesus, you guys had kids together, like get it together for your kids sake. And so I'm just super happy. And, you know, I know a lot of people aren't going to be able to have that kind of relationship because they are dealing with a spouse that's either abusive or narcissistic or toxic or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if you are dealing with people that are of sound mind and body. And this is possible. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It Bite is. your tongues. So well, we will be here again. Allison and I will be here again next week, next Tuesday again. And we're going to be going back to like talking about the day that she got married, the day that we got married, what that was like, the roles that the kids played in each other's weddings because they were in both mine and your weddings. So that's something to discuss. And all sorts of other stuff. Who knows what's going to happen between now and then. So thank you so much for being here again with me, Allison. And thanks for having me. Going through all of this fun stuff again. Thanks for sharing a beautiful weekend. You and Rich with Jim and I. It was super fun. We had a great time. Yeah. I think I still owe you 50 bucks. Lots of laughs. I think I still owe you money from (laughs) all our Ubers and foods and dinners. I don't think so. (laughs) All right, everybody. I'll see you here next week. Thanks so much, Allison. And I can't wait to talk next week. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillits.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind the scene footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers. Cheers.